Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. It's the, ooh, not the Tuesday, 13th of December, 2016. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. How are you? You sound different. Well, I'm with you. I can't <laughs> believe it. I've we been are yes, actually on. face-to-face, everybody. Uh, how lucky are you? Look, <laughs> I'm going my lucky stuff. Uh, right I'm now. in town, actually, for a few mornings. Yes. Uh, I've been... It's terribly exciting. by a... <laughs> I can't actually say too much, but it no, is. We've, we've, and... uh, we've moved you down here. The, the, the big, stupidly big media empire mm. has... Uh, Insisted upon just a week of you coming down well, in the morning. It's uh, we we actually let's be let's actually go with full honest then. Yeah, and we brought in the services of a say a management consultant. We did, uh, yeah. who said that it, our relationship was fracturing creatively and emotionally. <laughs> yes, and so this was their big idea. Yeah, I mean, they're a very expensive company. Where did you get them from? New York, I thought. Yeah, they're very expensive. And, yes, and uh, so here I am. I just uh, I have to uh, reconnect with. Uh, the this employees, uh, uh, we're doing a big lunch today. Uh, it's it was tied in with Christmas, I suppose. I have made out. you cater the lunch, so you're going to be a busy boy. Well, but... as you know, I don't like talking to anyone <laughs> in the company, so it's great. I'll stick in, I'll stay in the, uh, what do we call it, the kitchen. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that. Yes. It's great to be back in the uh, uh, head studio, oh, uh, here we go. the number one gonna... studio. What? No, listen, you keep, you... it's great to be back in the... That nearly went somewhere else. No, the number one studio. This <laughs> okay, is it. this is like where it all began. Excellent. And it is. I know. Oh, ground zero. Yes. There's only one thing that gives me more joy mm-hmm. uh, than sitting here with you Go when on. it comes to this podcast. Right. Okay. Okay. And that is having a stupidly small podcast sponsor, uh, Lauren Clark. And this week, uh, two bells. Double Stuart. ding. Two bells. The double ding. Touched on the uh, tabletop. Game for kids and adults <laughs> alike. No, I know. It's for anyone dog. that uh, <laughs> for anyone that can uh, speak any language mm. and uh, would like to become a part of what we call Melbourne Transport. Now, Lauren Clark. Yes. It's currently uh, in the early development stages. This fantastic uh, game. Yeah. And we're going to give you full details later on, but I just want you to try and get in on the ground floor. Yes. And uh, head to touchedon.com. Yep. Read about their Kickstarter. Read about perhaps you getting in there, gifting it to someone and creating a stupidly small podcast card. But that'll all come in the second part of the show. We've that got business to get on. A little bit exciting. But That's... thank you to Touched On, the greatest game that ever lived because they are the stupidly small podcast sponsor. And bless their cotton socks. Yes, mm. Stuart Farrell. Uh, it's very close it's, here. It's interesting, it's like isn't we're in it? a phone box together. How did we used to do this? I now we've got know. to re-get used to it. I know. It's it's almost it's like take, a first date. It has taken a while it's, for uh, you to be okay I'm, with I'm making eye contact. I know. I'm sort of looking around the room. <laughs> He's looking sideways. Uh, so, Stu, mm. I uh, haven't yet told you uh-huh. that on the weekend I went to a thing. Look. I'm rubbing <laughs> my eyes. I'm not crying. I'm not crying. <laughs> Hashtag I'm not crying. You're crying. Shut up. You're I crying. Tears of joy. Um, yeah. I went to a thing on the weekend which was the beautiful, glorious event that was perfect in every way, like literally. However, you, it's your, it occurred to me on the way in that it is your nightmare of an event. Okay, let's look at my list of nightmare events. Does it include family? Uh, yeah, there were family there. Yep. Okay. Uh, does it uh, involve happiness at all? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, small talk? Oh, lots of oh. small talk. <laughs> so, I mean, the list could go on, Lauren. The list what, could go what on. What did you get up But to? you know what else uh, it included? It included a surprise. The whole thing was a surprise. Now, oh, we, we've surprises. talked before about your uh, 40th 
birthday surprise? Is that what it was? Can I just say, I am on record as saying this. So that was the worst birthday. It Thank was you. not. The it worst was birthday. stupidly planned. It was put together by idiots. <laughs> Good morning to some who <laughs> listen to this say, podcast. I was going to say, imagine having friends who would throw you a surprise birthday. What a beautiful you know what they did? gesture! No, they did it because they knew I didn't want to do anything. So if you are going to throw <laughs> a surprise birthday for someone. Who already isn't going to have anything. Yeah, who doesn't want a birthday party? (laughs) I think the magic's taken away, isn't it? Like, if you're sitting there going, It's a way of peer pressuring someone into it. Yeah. But it's like, no, I don't want to do anything. I don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. So, and for those, just a two-second recap, because I want to hear about your idiotic surprise. Yeah. (laughs) But um, the the geniuses that... uh, Call themselves friends at times. Yeah. Uh, one of them came and met me at work, and at that stage, I was working for an organisation that was across the road from a pub. Yeah. They said, "We're going to have a couple of beers at the pub." I yeah. said, "All right." This was about one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, so we proceeded to sit in the pub for five hours, drinking pints <laughs> of beer, <laughs> and then at six o'clock, I noticed a friend get off a tram from the pub because we're sitting in the window. We had a nice little spot. Yeah. And. I said, oh, that's a bit weird. What's he getting on a tram for? What's he doing? <laughs> and then it sort of started making sense. So by about 7.38 o'clock, people were arriving at this party. And I I've been at the pub for seven I hours. think I turned up at about 7 o'clock and you said to me, mm. I said hello, and you said, oh, no. <laughs> right. And then for the rest of the evening, you proceeded to say, please don't talk to me. I don't want you to see me like this. <laughs> So, because, uh, you know. it was, uh, so you were very self-conscious. You'd and then it. photos emerge, and this is the most unfair part, oh, photos and video. A video of you doing a dance. I'm dancing. Oh. And I was called forevermore for, in a certain group, the dancing bear, because <laughs> I looked like a big fat idiot <laughs> dancing around like a lunatic to some the... band that had set up where we were sitting earlier. Can we put the dancing bear video up on I Facebook, don't own please? It. I don't have it. Don't you? No. Mm, sure it exists somewhere. Uh, in fact, this is a call out. Please, if, you've, if you own the, oh, dancing, the dancing Bear, bear video. video. So anyway, yes. a poorly planned <clears throat> surprise party is worse than being alone. Uh, well, okay. So here is... <laughs> How was your beautiful event? <laughs> here is what... So I hung out with the organiser of this event mm. the day before and she and I said to her, the, uh, you know... Uh, ha- how do you think they're going to react? So basically, mm. it was a surprise wedding. Now, so the surprise was kept from both parties? Yes. Oh. So here's why. But hang on. Okay, I'll tell you why. I'll tell right. you how. Okay. Uh, t- uh, these two were married in, well, actually married last year, I think, or earlier this year in the States where right. it's legal for them to marry. Two right, women right. Um, got married there, uh, did the sort of registry. Like I don't think mm. people turned up. but the, So they couldn't do it without, with family and friends, really. I mean they could they have organised a big thing. But, but like It's an imposition. Yeah, totally. Mm. So, um, so everybody kind of missed out. And so the idea was mm. – and these two people are like uh, – they're kind of um, – they're a power couple and they're amazing and like everybody loves them What's a power and they're, and they're super. Well, just they're both amazing at things. Like it's when two it's when Same. two superheroes come together. Yeah, but if I've got a mate that's a, a ripper concreter, yeah, and he marries another bloke who uh, is is the king of fixing light bulbs, does yeah. that make them a power yes, couple? Yes, in the, the construction industry, guy? it does. Okay, so you see what I mean? Like All this right. isn't just in the world at large. It's just in it's certain. In, uh, what industry are they in? Well, this is the thing because they're so clever. They're in the it cut, but I'd say kind of your arts humanities, right? Okay, so anyway, the tram conductors. Yes. Hmm. So um, they kind 
they um, good to have you back, Stu. They uh, they turned up. So anyway, the the whole point. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> I just got, I just uh, I just uh, sorry. That's too many things happening at once. Mm. Um, I uh, what was I saying? You were saying they're a so, power couple in power the house couple, humanities. They got married over there, and then they've come back over here to live, right? Mm-hmm. And a family, uh, and and their family is here, and their mates are here, uh-huh. right? And this mate who I was talking to uh, said to me the day before, she said, I said, how do you think they're going to react? And she said, I think they're going to be okay. Hmm. I think it's going to be fine. I think they're going to probably maybe cry and feel emotional. But it's like basically hmm. we've, we've brought the party part of the wedding to them. So it's, it was a beautiful idea. Like it's right. a kind of a genius idea. Who paid for it? So oh, I hope they don't listen. But anyway, there, it was price on a mission. Right. So like okay. you, you um, RSVP and you give, put some money in an okay. account, right? Sure. Anyway, smart so, idea. Smart idea, beautifully executed. Like the right. whole thing was ridiculous. Mm. And some genius made a cake that I've never like. Oh, wow, cake at a wedding! No, what no, a genius. I'm, I'm going to put a photo of the cake up because it mm-hmm. was just beautiful, and it was held well, they together. They put with two the, chicks on top of it rather than a, you know a, oh, a, a wow. mandatory couple. There we go, and now we've got the. <laughs> What's that right deep wing for? creeping in? Well, keep telling us about your lefty in. wedding. Here you All are. right. <laughs> so anyway. I, a little part of me yeah. was nervous Ooh. about, because I, I'm like you. I do, well, I'm not like you, but well, <laughs> in one regard. the same, you'd have to, th- you'd have to say. <laughs> in one regard, I'm like you, and that right. is that you, that we both don't, we're not too great with surprises. We're, li- we're a little bit control freaky, right? Mm-hmm. And I just, do- I just thought, oh my God, what if they don't, what if just it freaks them out or like, I don't even know, mm. right? And um, and so and she said to me the day before the organizer oh. said, yeah, I I don't think I and I, the other thing is Nervous. I think they don't know, but like there were all sorts of things where people like there were little things which retrospectively could have been giveaways could have been giveaways right. Anyway, so we get and of course to do this you have to be on time. Yes, you mean the guests? Yes, yes. Now, Stu. For you, that would that, this did that give you challenge. like a two-hour window to get there? I had, I had. And I'd imagine it wouldn't have been far from your house either. <laughs> oh, no, it was metres from yeah. my house. Yeah, exactly. And it was, you're supposed to be there at 6 o'clock. I was there at 5.59, I reckon. Okay, well, you're there. That's and, and we were there and we were mm. there on time. Oh, my God, I was so proud of myself. I nearly, mm. yeah, I was high-fiving myself all over the place. But anyway, oh. and then they arrived. How can one high-five themselves all over the place? Because <laughs> it's really the, the high thing being the, the only place you really should be getting no, is your head, maybe. No, no, yeah, that's a valid point. The visual mm. metaphor there didn't work. No. Anyway, so then they, then at six thirty they arrived, right. and the there was one thing that I think they did which was very clever. So the rest of so there was no weddingness apart from the cake mm-hmm. and like some speeches that happened, but um, but when they were arriving, that was the bit where, that I think you've got to get right. So if you're planning a surprise thing, you've got to get that moment where they see. Where they clock it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because if that if you don't have the right cues, yeah, if they're sitting there and people start getting off the tram that shouldn't be getting off the tram in front of them, yeah, it's like <laughs> the slow the surprise is a slow like, burn. Yeah, there's nothing within a slow burn surprise. No, a slow yeah. burn surprise is not the way to go. No. So, but that the ruse there was one there was a clever ruse to get them to kind of get dressed and get out and yeah. kind of uh, on the way, and that was that it was somebody's uh, birthday, another mate's birthday that they were, okay. and so. Uh, there was a little part of them, and one of them I was talking about to to later. Mm-hmm. There was a little part of them that was like, 
but we've crashed Susanna's party. Like that, they thought it was Susanna's party. Oh, okay. So, but what somebody had done is got all the children at the event. There weren't that many. Don't worry, Stu, calm yeah. down. Yeah, started um, shivering. <laughs> and and they, like six or something kids and, or eight and, and put them in two rows up the front and had them throwing like rose petals. As they walked in. As they walked in. Right. So that they cut. And that for me was the clever kind of theatrical cue for like, you know what? It's not Susanna's party. It's your wedding. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and they and watching their faces, it was like slow motion realization, okay. and and then the tears. Um, but it was it was actually turned out to be a completely beautiful, like perfectly judged thing because mm. I think you know it was a gesture to them, and so they didn't need to throw it. But it was a lovely celebration of like who they were, and yeah. it was like, you know, shut up, Australia, we're doing it. Where your mates are putting it on for you, like we don't care that it's not a thing here. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, it was lovely. It was really I don't lovely. I appreciate being told to shut up, but that's fine. <laughs> anyway, but I did think that you like throwing, like there, there would be just you'd actually just turn around and leave if it were you. <laughs> I push on the kids over and walk out. <laughs> Yes. I have listened to that like maybe a hundred times since yesterday. Oh, you've got time on your hands. It's a ripper, isn't I it? I do not have time on my hands. I do not. But I make time for that. And do you know what <laughs> I love about it? I mean, yeah. I've listened back. And I, by the way, I am totally, I am totally on board with Casey Pinedo the, slash the cantankerist. If because it is in fact the well, same person. I'm, I've done some musicology on it. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't know what I'm talking about. But... That beautiful, like the bell, the music, the music in it mm. is just so clever. Like the Christmas, that's what mm. I love about it. It's got that Christmas like lift in it. Mm. That the, you know how like everybody hates Christmas carols, everybody hates Christmas music, blah blah blah. There is something about supermarkets a, did that to us though, and yeah, Channel but Nine. That's it. Gee, mm. Supermarkets and Channel Nine, yeah. the worst. But uh, there, I don't know that. There is something beautiful about that, the kind of Christmassy vibe that people are, that Channel 9 and, and supermarkets, to a less extent, well, are trying to tap into and yeah. that nails it. That nails it. So thank Absolutely you to Casey Bonetto who made that uh, and made Lawrence and my weekends. And uh, do we even reply to the email? No. No. <laughs> we save our thank yous no, for the uh, public right. arena. That's right. We do. Uh, so. So what's your injustice? My small injustice. Now, this is, um, this is uh, on a theme, okay? Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I was thinking about it the other day and it was in relation to the jackpot was part of a work Chris Kringle, as everybody is who's in a, sorry, uh, who's in a whatever, yeah, workplace, right? Got work mates, yeah. yeah. Or did you want to do a Chris Kringle? Because if you and I did a Chris Kringle, it would basically involve you and me setting a uh, money limit on a present for each other. That's all it well, would involve. Well, I'd set my limit at about five grand. 
Yeah, for you, you. I mean, you can you do your regular three bucks. You that's fine. would not. You would not because you know but, what? Do you want to get started on our history of gifts? I found Mr. And Generosity, I found and the I'm the DVD little mis- copy of Borgen on the weekend, and I intend on watching it. Oh, do you? Well, that's huge because I only gave it to you five years ago. <laughs> it doesn't Plus, matter. It's a DVD. I, I gave you a beautiful, like handcrafted freaking salad bowl that was like oh, div- yeah. Oh yeah, we used. I that. gave you a, a beautiful like bread. Thing for the with the yeah, oh, the you, che- yeah. yeah the bread, no, that's a cheese board we use it for. Well, whatever. Yeah. Point is, you can just shut your pie hole anyway. Pie hole. So, uh, right, Chris Kringle. Yeah. Okay. Chris Kringle, how do you feel about you, Chris Kringle? By the way, I love it. Right. Yeah. I'm like pro Kringle. Yeah, but the Kring, if the Kring works, bring back the Kring. <laughs> I don't think the Kring's going anywhere because well, this is my life. Oh, really? Well, uh, I don't well, know what to cring with. Well. It's a sad existence when, you, when your life becomes cringless. It's uh, <laughs> cring-free. That's it's terrible. It's cring-free lifestyle. Oh, we're human beings. We're not born to be cring-free. <laughs> anyway, listen. It's I, good the, to be back. The, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the cringle, mm. uh, the concept of at work. So you've got to really be organized if you're organizing a Kris Kringle at work and the mm. reason I say this is that I w- w- so in in the law talking job that I used to do mm. and that I think I was doing a year ago maybe it's maybe this from two years ago but anyway there was uh, uh, somebody who organized the Kris Kringle and she was clever because she realized sometimes yourself, people forget no I'm not no. <laughs> clever beautiful a friend uh, of she's mine she's to get along with <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody loved her. Everyone loved her. She's the most popular girl in the office. Anyway, Christina, her name was, and she organised and she knew that like somebody won't turn up, so someone will like be sick or something on the day. Somebody will have a, um, you know, so, somebody else will like forget, forget yeah. like whatever. So she had backup Chris Kringle presents. Okay. And the backup Chris Kringle presents were like, Generic, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. But they they weren't. They were gift vouchers. And I don't remember what for, but it was like Maya or something. And basically there was a little part of you that that was like, go the generic backup. Yeah. (laughs) Because I think we've discussed this before. The the gift voucher is – it can be a beautiful thing as a gift. But it's dismissed as a um, as a thoughtless gift. I, I know. in fact think it's the opposite. I do too. Because it's it's putting that person ahead of your own taste. And it's putting yeah, it's putting the you're getting the power. You're sorry, you're giving the power to whoever to make the decision. <laughs> well, what a way to look at it. Well, but, it's a power pack. So what's your small injustice? The fact so that my full injustice was was that I didn't get that. I got like some <laughs> face cream. <laughs> Well, it worked. Look, it was. I mean, yeah, that's why I'm resplendent as I sit but before you. It depends today. on the the brand. If you're getting black and gold brand face cream, then no, you know well, the stuff no, that, that may lovely. remove layers of yeah. uh, teeth and <laughs> eyes. It, do you not think that uh, in December, much yes. like uh, the the tipping comp, the office footy tipping comp, oh, yeah. for instance, yeah, the person that decides to take that, that should their their normal duties yes. should be taken from them one day yeah. a week. So they can dedicate themselves to a good – and the same applies for Chris Kringle. Totally, man. December, uh, Cheryl, you've got yeah. uh, Martine's duties because uh, she's running the Chris Kringle yeah. for December. If you're going to do it, you've got to do it right. Oh, damn straight. Yeah, it wasn't Clark. Yes. I must say, 
This week we have a stupidly small podcast sponsor, and lo and behold, it's Touched On. Now, let me just tell you what Touched On is, Lozzie. Please do. Because what we haven't done thus far is actually described what it is. So what we want you to do is listen closely, then go to the website, perhaps spend $22... Yeah. And uh, support their Kickstarter, which yeah. gets you a copy of the game. I mean, you can spend more and get better benefits. Yeah. They uh, are great benefits, they BT are. Dubs. Yeah. Um, but I think the first point of call should be actually telling you what you're spending your money on yes. for someone else. And yeah. I'm going to read it verbatim for you. Oh, please don't say that. I must. Yeah. And the word I was looking for the other week, and thank you to Nat who emailed Hyperbole. us, was hyperbole. Now, you already said that. You have the worst memory. I have the worst memory. You have now, said that now, on this I podcast. Have I recumbent bikes? Because if... if have we got time for that? No. Touched On <laughs> yeah. is a tabletop party game of accidental fare evasion and undercover inspectors based on Melbourne's public transport network. So great for locals, yeah. but also great for that friend overseas or interstate that may either pine for Melbourne yeah. or just love it. And, and, this and is actually, the world's greatest city or something that uh, Big Dog keeps telling us about. Totally, yeah. Two to six players are dealt both fare evader and inspector cards, yeah. then set off on their journey trying to catch out their friends and be the first to arrive home relatively fineless. Nice. Right, you get it? Yeah. Each player aims to get rid of their cards as fast as possible, jumping on and off trams to avoid potential inspectors. Things can get a bit out of hand when power cards come into play, which are randomly drawn throughout the game. You never know what is around that sharp tram corner. So don't forget to touch on. Now, Lozzie. Yes. Oh, wow. my God. Now, Lozzie. Yes. Uh we do believe that was the dings. That Chappelle. is well. That is that can be after I think at the end of each episode when we've done our uh, touchedon.com plug. Yes, we might uh, just drop a ding on yeah, you. Yeah, nice. Because that's their ding. We're borrowing their ding. We're stealing the ding. Yeah. We're, We're not bringing back the ding. Yeah. We're stealing We're it. Stealing another ding. Yeah. yeah. Holus bolus, as they say in the, the law. Ding. Yes, do yeah. they? <laughs> Must have missed that day. Yes. So if you'd like to more details or find out how you can be a part of uh, Touched On. Yes. Great gift, cheap and. Uh, Something unique. Yes. So you're not getting this at Kmart. No, that's totally true. You're not getting is, this at the supermarket. Yeah. This is like... This is a gift voucher for uh, in independent... The creative person yeah, in Yeah, no, this is great. Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, touchedon.com, and they're a stupidly small podcast sponsor. We're going to be with us all week, and you're going to be hearing dings like there's no tomorrow. Now, Lauren Clark. <laughs> yes, Stuart Farrell. It's time for us to go. So how do yeah. the Thought Police get in contact with us? They can find us, Stu, at stupidlybig.com. We're stupidly big on Facebook, stupidly big on Twitter. We're stupidly big on Instagram, slowly getting our heads around Instagram. How good is Instagram? Instagram what, is how long has it been going on for? I know. <laughs> anyway, it's great. and uh, But people can give us a rating and a review too, Stu. They can go mm, to the uh, to the iTunes page and it's so funny. Stuart's now making eye contact with me with no worries, everybody. We're oh, all fine. So if you bring it up, I have to start looking at you the sides again. You're shy. It's, it's adorable. Adorbs. Right. It's a, sorry, it's adorbs. Um Stuart Farrell, you're going to come visit me again in the um, sty tomorrow? Well, it's actually in really good nick, the place. Congrats, yeah. you've kept the office in... Uh, I was a bit concerned that I'd come in, there'd be piles <laughs> be like of hoarders. bags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd have to push through the door and then be... But no, it's in the office and the staff, everyone's happy. So it's know, good it's to be good. back at uh, HQ. Yeah. And I'll be here all week, maybe not later in the week, we'll see. Okay, cool. All right, my friend, uh, I will see you tomorrow. No do. Bye-bye. Christmas joy machine